Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pantherosaw Folding Table Talk. This is Poi, your host. We got Mac over here. We got Tack down there. And we got Julian, our guest, down here. All right. Um, before we get started, um, this topic is going to be Airsoft Shooting Competition. Before I go into my little segment here, um, we've had Julian before as a guest. Um, what were we talking about? I believe it was... Um, right after mm-hmm. Op Shanty. Yeah, Op Shanty. Yeah, Milsim. Milsim. Yeah. There you go. We were Milsim. talking about Milsim. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> other than that, how are you doing, Julian? And uh, how is ASG doing as far as uh, like being in Airsoft? Uh, doing great. Uh, Airsov is growing. Perfect. Airsov is busy. I'm sure everyone here is busy. Um, I would say definitely interest hasn't waned down despite having the COVID that we've been having, but we still have people keep coming out every week. So it's good to see that lots of people are still coming out to play. So in that sense, it's good. It's good to see that the, the industry, the community, the amount of people there are still coming out to play. So that's, that's, a, that's like, going to be quite important. So, okay. and diversity too, actually, it was kind of, it was kind of exciting. Remember you guys did a segment last week uh, about ladies uh, participating in sports. So diversity there uh, between all uh, coming out, which is good. It's good to see more people. We, 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 we definitely want to see more diversity there at the field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome that girls come and play, but there's also other people that run field games, which is yourself and your company, um, Airsoft Strike Group. I, I, I'm almost mm-hmm. automatically saying Airsoft Gear Group. <laughs> Your yes. company, yeah. <laughs> but well, um, how how is that going right in terms of uh the name transition? Uh, still saying the old name, or are we uh, um, we've gone past that? Well, there you go. So there's a lot of people refer to us and recognize us as um, ASG, right? Yeah. Um, and part of the reason why we decided to switch the name because we wanted to be representation of more of the community than more than the retailer front. Yeah. Uh, hence that's why the store and the competition and the same. I was like the Millsims is kind of like uh, I would say. It's, it comes more community driven uh, from a player mindset uh, to create games, to create a place for guys to grab stuff that I needed uh, to play the games together, right? Yes. Um, so since from then to now, uh, it's been growing, which is good. Yeah, it hasn't, hasn't, hasn't stopped growing. So and you've, you've, you've opened up a store at the field now. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, I, I understand that the last time we had you here, you were just in the process of sort of uh, finishing up that. Um, how's that yeah. store doing so far at the field too? Uh, it's come on a long way uh, because we started the construction last year, summer between July and August. Uh, store is fully built now. I should post pictures. But anyways, um, we got a bunch of items in. Uh, we still waiting to get more stock in, but the store is now fully open <clears throat> uh, and basically be stocking mainly uh, parts and accessories. That's kind of our focus ah. uh, because we see that um, players, you know, at least can give them a little bit of convenience that they, you know, they can get the items they need at the field. Uh, because I know I've heard some people sometimes have some challenges uh, with traveling to other services. It's, it's what it is. You know, some people can't travel. You can order online as well. But uh, nothing beats in terms of you know handling the product uh, in your hand to kind of try yeah. and feel and then decide. Es- and, especially, you know, especially when you're at the field already, you'd be like, man, I need this. Oh, look, a store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, got, yeah. you got the Mac. You got yeah. you got Mac and Tactical over here with their with their store, and then you got your store here. Man, what else is next? You know. <laughs> oh, my favorite line is uh, I forgot my mags, and I'm like, what? <laughs> or oh, you forgot your hello. battery? Yeah. <laughs> battery is probably the most common. Oh. Yeah, battery is the most common mm-hmm. one. <laughs> I swear um, I charged this. Where do we? Yeah, that's a common one too. Yeah. I swear I charged it. It's yeah. green. 
put it to the connector. You have 2%. lied. <laughs> <laughs> the lie detector determined that that was a lie. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah, totally. Jerry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, so store's doing good then. Um, so yep. now the reason you're here, uh, we're all here, is because uh Mac did a segment on airsoft shooting competitions. Uh, I hope you had an opportunity to watch it. Um was it uh, yep, sort of a mind opening sort of a like video or experience to see the players explaining and as well as uh, going through um their experiences of going through a shooting competition and as well as people who never usually visit that area of the field. And ex- you know, explain to us, you know, what their what their experience are in terms of going down there and then seeing this. Like, was that was that a great video for you to watch? Like, like to see progress. Uh, it's a good video for me to watch because it sh- because it shows that people have an interest in shooting and competition style. Because everyone you know plays enjoys a game, and some people enjoy Milson, but some people I know just prefers just a shooting you know, topic. Uh, target shooting right or speed shooting on targets kind of stuff so seeing as the video as we expand you know like you know max interviewing all the guys and they talk about it and check out the system it's great to hear that people are interested in that kind of uh, segment or style of uh, airsoft right because you know we've talked about before in the past what is airsoft is it you know, hobby is a sport or is it a lifestyle, right? I think and, we're definitely jumping into the sport at this point with the competition. Yeah. So yeah, so you got some of the people want just more of the sport competitive side, and you no, know, the other part I've seen before, especially a competition, is guys that like to tack out. Uh, they are in between the right pillow, really tack it up, kind of stuff, and then bring it and then try it. Versus some of them may not say want to go play against people, but they like to just take on static targets. So you know, again, coming back to that video, that interview, sorry, that. Mac went and saw um, chat with people. Um, it's good to see That's that people good. are interested, in and hopefully, looking you know more forward to more people diving into this because I think this is something we've, we've always needed for a long time, and no one's really explored this um, yeah. or offered this out to the people, right? So then you kind of limit the players, I guess, in some sense, a choice to either you have to play your standard you know, skirmish game or your Milson. And that's kind of like the only two areas you can really offer, right? Okay. So, all right. So, I guess I'll start with my little segment here. Um, so there are many different types of uh, shooting competitions around the world. Um, it can vary from different regions, different locations, different even like you get indoor, you get outdoor. Um, there's there's many different types. A competition is basically an event that has uh, two or more competitors joining in, um, with one common goal to be the best. Right. There's no other ways to it other than trying to be first place or at least a team to be first place. Um, so there's your competitive edge to it. You know, the Olympics is starting soon. Um, hopefully, I think. Is it? Uh, I don't know. 2021? Maybe. A lot of people aren't going. Yeah. So, again, strange time to be in the pandemic and Olympics. But, you know, with the Olympics starting soon, you know, the, the spirit of the competition is well alive around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, competitiveness is very human nature and this is why you know when we dive into when we talk about sporting or airsoft it's that competitive edge to it right to be the best to be the first to be you know to be the that top dog right so that's where we get into it and people will dive into the hobby part because collector collecting you know things um unique collections and stuff so that's that's when we get into the little bit of fight but at this point when you're when you're competing it's basically a sport um with 
with with competitions you're you're basically fighting for you know your pride status prestige personal goals um they all they all come from the spirit of competition um whether you don't like the other guy or not i mean that's then you have sportsmanship to deal with at that point but you know you're 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 very your your goal is basically to be the best um different uh shooting competitions have very strict rules to follow for all his competitors to create sort of an even ground for everybody to to play in right like, like any sporting event like when we talk about sports it's always there's always sets of rules that sort of guideline everybody to be here and then how you excel at it is basically up to you at that point you know regard, regarding your training your if it's your equipment uh, we'll get into that too because i know tack has some questions in regards to equipment um in in terms of uh restricting equipment or like regulating equipment and such um so for 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 the biggest airsoft uh sort of competition shooting that's that's sort of risen um ipsic action air or international practical shooting confederation which is the real steel sort of uh like regulatory like they're 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 basically the olympics of shooting competitions at this point um if you want to know what ipsic um's latin motto is it's uh dvc now i'm going to try and pronounce this properly because i'm not very good with latin but it's uh the diligentia vis celeritias so in translation accuracy power speed that's that's what the shooting competition is all about i i i, I would agree i don't know if you guys agree with that but i would agree with that because a shooting competition is all about accuracy your power and then your speed. Well, I. How do you get the power in there? Do you bust down a door? Yeah, but power, power is stamina, I guess. So I guess it, in essence, that is what the motto stands for. So IPSIC is the largest. It, it, IPSIC is a very large group comprising of about seventy plus countries that compete in a standardized shooting competition. That has a very, very heavy set of rules, regulations, divisions, classifications, you name it, they have it. They've written rules in regards to shooting competitions. Action Air is um, a new portion of of IPSIC because of the fact that um, Airsoft came into mind or um, what is it like pellet guns came into mind when it comes to shooting. So they're using um, the propulsion that we have into their competitions with their stages rule sets and classifications um it's great because it's 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 basically a if if you're a small club and you want to host an ipsic event you you need you need to have at least a level one started and guess what's at the very bottom action air that's a that's a level one ipsic match rating event without needing much experience so if you're if if you're an event organizer you're looking for that that's a, that's a great way of getting into it there's uh, many different types of uh, there's many different clubs that uh, that compete under the uh, IPSC banner. BC has its own club, and as well as a Canadian national level as well. So it it is there. Um, they do get the same sort of C twenty one fight that that we're fighting for as well. So they are there. It's just not a lot out there um, when it comes to athleticism and as well as competitions. They're they're out there. We do have a Canadian national that competes in in these events, but you know it. You have to to compete in these like Olympic level events. You have to get. You have to be able to. What is it? Um. Uh. Qualify 
for for that event so once they have the next shooting competition let's say in like thailand or something I think thailand was last year you would have to compete for a spot to be qualified to compete in the like basically the finale um so the bc club basically goes through um they require you to have memberships on their clubs they train people on how to acquire their rpal they then they train you on their black badge course then they'll take you in as a competitor to then streamline you into competing for these events you know if you're good or not i mean that's that's all there is to it right you know if if you're peak performance they'll they'll take you in and they'll they'll fund you and then they'll take you to the next level um you know nationally even um unfortunately there isn't a lot of action air competitions in canada i looked through their website and um i guess it's one of those things where they don't really want to mess around with the level ones they rather mess around with like the higher levels like level two level three and it goes it goes all the way up to level five um so our focus today is just for shooting competitions in airsoft um so julian um now that we have that out of the way um what is your shooting competition about if you could just go through like a little bit of a basis of like if i were to go up to your server and be like oh you got a shooting competition what's it about so the shooting competition we have is uh, a basic competition of shooting targets down in two divisions between uh, rifles and pistols uh, it's currently set up right now where um, it's an mission where it gives you four time runs so uh, you have a range marshal on the officiate that will officiate or run when you're ready to go, when you're ready to go. Uh, within the competition you also get uh, unlimited uh, practice runs uh, because we have a system that when you, when you hit the target it drops down and then when you want to reset the target then pops up. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much just like a entry level for people that are interested in target shooting. And in this case, you know, we have the targets that drop down and it sets a time when you finish hitting all the targets. Okay. And then the, the goal of this is basically, um, you know, the, the common goal here is you had that, you, you're, you're in that video, you're talking about that leaderboard. Now that mm -hmm. leaderboard, is it, build already at this point from the first weekend do we have people uh we've got we got people we have 10 people that are registered but only three people so far have done one round of officiate times so we have technically have now three uh, scores on the leaderboard uh and i think this weekend we'll be uploading an online leaderboard as well that reflects and the, where, where uh, are we going to see this online leaderboard, leaderboard? Uh, probably in our Instagram, Facebook, fairly shortly here this week when we start posting up the uh, events. Uh, oh, sorry, the reminder for the events that we're having for this weekend. So I'll send you the link uh, in a bit. Okay. Uh, then you can uh, post that up as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Anyone else want to <laughs> take over this? Actually, uh, um, I mean, yeah, I'll ask if you, I got a couple of things. Yeah, you guys, you guys keep going because apparently. Um, Remember, we were talking about Zoom and our meeting minutes coming to an end here. Uh, we just hit it. So Did we just hit it? <laughs> you guys just keep going. I, I'm going to deal with it. Papa Poi will deal with it. And, okay, uh... thanks. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Julian, so obviously, uh, we've got the shooting competition going first. Um, I will definitely add my name to the list this weekend. Um, but yeah. that being said, um, I've had a few people just kind of inquiring and stuff like that about the prizes and such. So do you feel like divulging that information or do you want to just kind of leave it up to the whims um, of the imagination? 
Um, you know, well, some right people now, might be teetering on that. You know, you got you got to tease them. They got to tease them. Yeah. Um, so we have sponsors coming in, and mm-hmm. sponsors are actually coming to hopefully drop us some of the banners up, so we can uh, show the community that we have you know guys that support the sport as well. Um, at the current time, the prize pool consists of between fifty dollars to one hundred fifty dollars gift certificates um, from the various sponsors. Um, so we will be posting up hopefully by tomorrow once all the prices come in. Uh, but you know, since the value is there, uh, that's what we have currently going in terms of the prize pool. Mm, copy uh, that. And yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. Um. And um, for as far as like um, like let's talk about the targeting system. Um, you uh, Tack had an uh, sorry, not Tack. Mac had an interesting bit there in regards to the targeting system. Um, so when you when you when you say you were you were looking around the internet, um, looking for targeting system, were there other targeting systems out there, or was that like the the end all targeting system? How much did it cost? If you don't mind asking, and then like, what are the other price range for all these things? Because it, it, I, I'm more of a tech guy when it comes to like all these things, and I was interested. I'm like, wow, this is like a really fancy system with land cables that you have in there, and then like the PoE, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty high tech. Um. So I've been around, as I mentioned to you guys, about 20 plus years, give or take, in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I've always been monitoring and observing to see what uh, manufacturers come up with target systems. Uh, for airsoft specific, uh, there's actually been a few systems that have come out. Um, but though they work, uh, one of the things is that you will always physically will have to go up uh, to the range and uh, reset the targets. Uh, they do vary, you know, you've got once where it's a plate, you hit it, it changes from red, you hit it again, it changes to blue. Um, there's one other system called the Mabel where it has a drop plate timer where you hit like a list of a bunch of targets down. And then when you hit the last plate, then it stops the timer. Um, so throughout all those systems, those all work, but I was trying to find system that's something a little bit more um, faster. I guess because you know if you spend the time going in and out and resetting mm-hmm. targets and you know, you're losing time. You just you want to yeah. give the guys the ability to you know keep running multiple runs, right? And then if I came across uh, this system where again it's you know it runs on internet or cables to kind of power the motorized targets to go up and down when you want to reset it. And uh, from there, as I start digging, it actually it's been only it's new in the market. It's been around the market for a couple of years, something like okay. that. Um, but diving into it actually is kind of a robust system. Um, the only con, um, like if we have seen, a, my, I'm not sure I've shown you Poi, but shown Mac, is that uh, the mm, targets yeah. can only handle, can only so handle much. a certain uh, much of impact. Eventually, mm-hmm. um, you blow a hole in the, in the plate mm-hmm. uh, because they're not made out of steel or metal, they're made out of fiberglass. Uh, now, now, are they easily changeable where you can yes, just grab another fiberglass or even just change it into a plate? Yeah, you can you can totally do that. So that's one of our experiments with the system. Now we're looking into doing like a very light gauge uh, plate um, to install onto the target. Uh, the only thing is we we're just trying to measure is the weight because we're not sure if the plate is too heavy, then uh, the guy keeping the plate and never drop. Mm. So w- being light is important. So it works with the mechanized or the motorized uh, target uh, target itself. So it drops down when you hit it. Uh, the target down but i i've seen it um you have 
for one sort of system, how many targets can you put in there? Because I see, was it three, six, and um, nine, right? That's that's what I one, saw. Yeah, one brain module can manage up to 32 targets. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, that's yeah, a, that's, so, okay. Yeah, so I was able to push this so far with about 24 targets just for, you know, just try it out to see how it is, right? But yeah, you can push one brain up to 36. Sorry, and, 32, sorry. and that runs off of a standard like poe lan connection mm -hmm. yeah. and that, that's how it communicates yeah. yeah and the good thing is poe can run up to 150 foot i believe so yeah. it guy here um <laughs> so yeah 32 you could have 30 something targets you could place them in like different areas so if you're mm -hmm. doing rather than a static and change it to a more dynamic you could basically mm -hmm. place them all over the place. That's actually pretty cool. Um, yep. That's, yeah, that's that's actually pretty awesome. I didn't realize that it was. Yeah. And how much would it cost for just like a standard system for if someone was to purchase one? That sounds pretty expensive, um, to be honest. Yeah, a system of twelve is usually what the market goes for. I think roughly about two k, give or take. So Ooh, a little bit of an a little bit of an investment. So yeah. so not anyone would just go in and try it and i think that could be a challenge for some people because if you know you have people that are more into target shooting they want something that's very versatile but the buy-in is quite high yeah. to get this kind of system so hence that's why we kind of started this whole thing because we want this to use as an opportunity to let people try the system and then yeah you know, at some point, grow more interest and in giving more chances for people I, to try it. Right. I, I just want to stop you there. I just want to remind our viewers and as well as our listeners that you, you have it there, folks. Two thousand, like two grand for a system like that. Right. Take care of it, guys, because Julian literally has. What do you, you have? Three systems going or two systems going at the same time? No, two systems. Yeah. And guys, this is like it's a like yes, we're playing with airsoft toys. Yes, it's expensive, but also. This is why, you know, you come in here, you pay for using it or pay for competing for the event, you know, but also, guys, please take care of it, right? Like, mm -hmm. if if we have limits on how how fast your gun can shoot, right, make sure you're, you know, below that limit, guys, because you don't want to damage, especially for expensive equipment like that, right? You don't want to damage expensive equipment like that, you know, because it's like 2000 is is a huge investment, right? And we're charging you, what is it? How much are we charging? 25, 20, 12, 20 dollars no, per entry or something like that? It's 25 dollars per category for four timed runs or 40 dollars. Okay. So again, guys, do, do the math, see, see how many people he needs to get that thing paid off, right? So, sorry, Julian. I just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that people understand no, that. Thanks, boy. It, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's an expensive hobby, yes, but also the people who are running the event, they are shelling out a lot of money. Just, just, for you guys to have fun to compete to get that spirit of competition up right mm -hmm. so sorry go ahead um yeah. all right so um as far as uh divisions go so you had we had rifles and handguns are we going to see shotguns someone was asking springers um are we gonna uh, see those oh, sorry classifications yes. yeah yeah <laughs> well we divisions yes. are basically rifles handguns shotguns uh, different types of uh yes only yeah but i guess classifications are gbb aeg aep hpa oh gosh you don't want to go full auto on this no, just just ban hpa <laughs> and springers are we are we going to see a multitude of different like categories just so that we could see all walks of life all 
all different, you know, like gun owners come in here? I would want to run the competition and grow it into just very simple baseline categories. Obviously, there are different types of multiple or power systems for each airsoft gun or rifle. Um, but in the end, at the end of the day, it should be the person who ever wants to use it and using what type of system. Um, so we haven't dived into that yet because we don't know the impacts or the disadvantages or advantages between using different power systems. Um, because at the end of the day, for example, right now, um, when we were doing practice runs, we had a guy that's using a HPA CO2 uh, mm. gun and he was getting good time. But then we had another guy that had an AEG and he was just, just about to hit his time too, like in terms of comparison. So really at the end of the day, one could have a slight advantage i guess but it's still in the shooter yeah it's all about skills it's about precision it's about accuracy right okay. so i don't think we will be creating subdivisions for power systems but we will be creating categories of the mains so then you know rifle handgun rifle piston yeah. shotgun okay um sniper okay, rifles so maybe three gun so were you um, were you having issues with people having different systems like we're talking about like you're HPA CO2 with a tank at the back to someone who's using an AEG or even like a like someone who's using a, a Systema system or or you know someone jumping into HPA then wouldn't that make it not equal playing ground for everybody is is that something that you guys considered yet or we've been observing that for the last couple months we wanted mm -hmm. to see if there is a clear advantage and disadvantage um, what we observe is a micro advantage at most, because for example, you know, 12 targets, you start your first line targets on the front four, you pull the trigger, you hit the target, you pull again and you miss it. When you recorrect it, you've already lost half a second, one second. So that micro advantage you have doesn't make any difference versus a guy that got may not, and he just could just hit every target every time. Um, so that's why I come again. The power system, I don't think really makes a difference here. Uh, but ergonomics of handling it, yeah, I think that's important. Okay. So, and different types there, so. Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you mean. When you start sort of dividing people into different categories, then what happens is you get only one guy with, like, who has a Systema system competing himself, basically. <laughs> and you're like, well, you're first place because no one else is below you or above you. So what are you going to do, right? Mm -hmm. I get, I get what you mean. There's, there's the spirit of competition, but there's also, I guess we're going to dive into some of the tax stuff here. It's basically like gear. Uh, well, not gear, like um, different uh, types, types of technologies that, you know, that propel to be, right? So do you have any questions in regards to that tax? Because I know you were dying to, like, to get some of that answered, like barrel lengths or like... Well, um, just um, figuring it. your brain, Julian. Tell him the truth. He wants to know the ins and outs. What's going on? Well, so, it sort of it comes into the addition of like um, the durability of the system, right? Because I know, like you said, you were trying to find that balance um, of what would what you know what would work and everything like that. So then that comes into question, sort of the weights people would be using, mm -hmm. right? Because you want to find an efficient weight that can be used that when you hit the target, it's going to go down each time. Because there were a couple times there that I had observed that people's shots were bouncing right off the targets. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's no fault of the 
you know the person shooting in my opinion on that and that also can have a negative effect on their timing so i know that that's still being ironed out but with that said um, when you find that sort of sweet spot with that weight um, there will be i believe you know sort of limitations on certain people's platforms and stuff like that you know and um, i'm just wondering when you want to get into sort of like a Obviously, you're just doing an introduction and you're trying to get this all started and stuff like that. But I believe, you know, maybe in a later date, are you going to sort of have a more restrictive category? Or are you going to find sort of like a all round baseline a sort of uh, like a spec that you can use sort of not like how Poi was saying where, you know, a guy with a Sistema comes in, but it's like this is the mediocre gun and it's all based off of the skill of the individual and everyone uses the same sort of platform that way there isn't an argument of oh he used this or he used that or or he had a hair trigger and that's why he had an advantage like no you just missed the same guy used the same platform and got a faster time than you so um is there going to be sort of that kind of restriction or are you going to start sort of slowly um implementing that um at this time because again because we're trying, we want to see the player base of all the competitors that come to it and all the different systems they use mm -hmm. initial right now i don't see us restricting um the yeah. um the the items or the the tech stuff that you could put a gun because like i mentioned before like right now on the scoreboard we have a guy that shot with an mtw or hba he got mm -hmm. nine point nine point seven. And another guy that shot a AEG Masada, he got 9.6. So you got a HPA technically that's slight advantageous because it has a the chipboard with a flat trigger. And you have a guy with a Masada that had a curved trigger and he's an AEG. So that's why I said right now still early to tell. I don't see us doing any restrictions, but I do see us creating um, more transition competition. So for example, like uh, Mac mentioned, uh, tree gun. You know, you go from pistol, rifle to shotgun, right? And same thing like you mentioned, Poi, us having the ability to expand our targets, you know, from, you know, 10, 12 to 24 to 2, exactly that's one of the ideas we have to kind of expand. And, you know, you go to one station, take out three targets, use your pistol. You go to your next station, take your rifle, take out three or four targets, and then go to shotgun and go back to pistol. Um, have you guys seen the movie SWAT? Yes, like yeah. a, it's really Omar uh, with uh, I forgot the guy's name, and in one of the movie it has Samuel L. Jackson there making a bet with one of the guys, and they did that mirror competition. You know, he died. You start off with the rifle, you do the roll, and you drop. Colin Farrell, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So you can see uh, that's something I'd like to see us get there, where people to push people to wanting to try and enjoy that, and then you can start introducing the different uh, elements uh, into. The competition other than just a standard flat static targets you want, so, you want but to like move said, into more the uh the athletic competition at that point mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotcha mm -hmm. okay i i, I like enough. that i like that yeah i got you yeah um okay so i guess right now you're just keeping it sort of a status quo with everybody you're just checking everybody unless it starts to change dramatically or you see a certain system is just taken over then i'm guessing a change is is a must but right now i think what what from from what I'm hearing is you as someone who's just starting up, you just want everybody to just jump in, have fun, mm -hmm. compete, get your best times, beat your friend, but don't beat yep. them up. Beat your friend in shooting competition, 
and in real life. Okay. If if you if you want rivalry, I think a competition, a friendly competition, a friendly Black sucks. competition. Here we go. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say Julian dropped the subtle bomb that uh, it doesn't matter how much money you spent on your gun. <laughs> um, on the side of friendly competition, we discovered a game within the module called Whack-A-Mole. Oh, God. No, I'm leaving. Explain this to me because I kept hearing so, it on, when I was editing the video. I kept hearing about it. I'm like, I've actually haven't played it or don't know what it means but i'm guessing it's similar so to whack-a-mole but what, how does him, it work i got it so on the on the target system when you activate whack-a-mole when you hit the button the targets will all randomly pop up some two or three will pop up at the same time some will only pop up as one and when the target pops up you only get about a second or two to hit the target Ooh. So, mm. for example, if you have 12 targets, all six targets can just pop up at random spots, and you need to hit all, the, all 12 uh, in the fastest amount of time made available to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I was embarrassed, okay? What we yeah, did discover yeah. interesting is that, and this is cool, because when you get people come and play, and they're all trying it out, uh, we had a bunch of guys trying it, and they were trying to say, okay, we can't hit the targets. Then they had that great idea. Let's do a teamwork together. Ah. So you got three shooters to shoot down 12 targets in three lanes. Mm -hmm. So Were um, they we able to complete it, though, with three people? They got they, they were able to get half, half the targets because, yeah. they, because the targets <laughs> wow, popped up so a fast. Little bit <laughs> but it's really fun because you, you get this team effort because you got the guy on the left yelling to the guy on the right hit that target the guy on the right telling said no no hit the front target and the guy on the left said no hit the back target and I, everyone's crossing and they start over. trying to shoot I, each other's I feel, like, yeah. I feel like this is the airsoft equivalent of mario party and airsoft <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. i like that i like that that's 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 pretty cool you get you get your money's worth out of you know a system that has other game modes in it is that uh, a competition that you see happening in the near future with everybody signing up uh, and having teams because it sounds like joining in as a team is a little bit more fun than individual i mean for individuals it's it's for personal gains for teams though it's it's fun for a group of friends right i mm -hmm. mean would that yeah, something we, be in, we, in the works? yeah that'd be something but we'll we want that to be more of a as a fun thing for guys to compete uh, so uh we look for at some point to have guys from their creative team names and then just compete together. And because the whack-a-mole has 15 different levels, so we can start one where one pop up, and then slowly it goes up to the 15, and then we can put a ladder board. Hey, whoever can get the 15 as a team, right? Okay. And then obviously communication. So uh, that would be, look forward to have you, Poi, Mac Attack, to do one of these whack-a-moles. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, boy. It'll be interesting. I, uh, yeah, we're, we're, gonna, on, we're, we're gonna be in there. We're these going two, gas. These two are arguing, and I'm trying to figure out what, what's jamming my gas. All right. Okay, that's, we are, that's what we are happen. going gas only. Okay. Okay. All three of us, we will not finish the game. <laughs> no, no, we, no, we, no, we, we won't. We have no, jams. We, we have our we hopes and that. dreams out yep. the other end. Savage! <laughs> <laughs> We'd run out of mags before we even come. Like, You're thinking, yeah, run out of ammo before we <laughs> yeah. finish. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, definitely the ammo aspect. You of know it. what? I, I'll, Hopes I'm and willing, dreams. If, if you two are willing to try it out, I'll do it. That we'll we'll make a segment yeah. out of it, or not a segment. Yeah. We'll make a reporter video out of it, and uh, it'll be fun. But um, Hopes and dreams, boy. Okay, Hopes so and let's, dreams. So ASU shooting competition, guys. Like, 
just what, what give it a try you, give it a try well Julian well in, in the quickest way what would you tell people to to get people to try or like you know for some people who are scared to get in there you know, we've had people at the field be like oh I don't know I'm, I'm scared because these guys are younger than me and they you know they're, they're probably faster than me and stuff you know what, what would you tell those guys you know to, to entice them to join a competition because it, it it's hard to sort of get them going because they they know it's there they're just intimidated um try it because we do offer freebie runs for guys to come and try it doesn't hurt to try try it give it a feel have a look and note here's the experience we know you may see some guys on their practice runs get really really good scores but when they do the time run <laughs> yeah. more than half uh, or more yeah. they it's the will pressure. choke it's the pressure, yeah, exactly. the pressure. daddy's so watching don't, so, so don't worry about that that's why I'll tell for anyone new everyone starts somewhere you gotta at least come and try it okay. so try it out guys um, so let's jump into another uh, topic here that, uh, that, that came up a few times um, thanks to Mac for asking this um, would you I think I'm like, would you be a regular skirmish shooter or a regular skirmish gameplay um, person or are you a competitive shooter? Because for me, I'm kind of in the skirmish. I like my targets like big and moving and trying to avoid and dodge all the shots and trying to outsmart me, outplank me versus static targets, paper targets. You know, what's... What's your guys' take on it? So, so yeah, so my take is basically yeah, I prefer the skirmish because I like the enemy trying to outsmart me and shooting back, right? In in competitive, it, they don't shoot back unless Julian. Is there a system that shoots back at you? That'll be hilarious. Actually, I I talked about <laughs> this with Mac actually. It's like are you like because like Should we uh, set up a sentry gun? Because well, well, like, I have a sentry gun yeah. on the side. Do, do, do rest, do rest, shooting. You guys remember exactly. Starship Troopers? Okay, it did not end well. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll have the, we'll encourage the 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 player to have a full uh, headgear on just in case. You know, uh, hop up issues occur, aka uh, getting shot to the left and right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what 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 is your guys' uh, take on it? Because uh, I I myself I, I prefer um, regular skirmish. I'm not really the shooting competition type, although I, I do like I, no, I, I do like it. I do like the timing, but uh, like the timing portion of it, just the reloads, because you know, a gas, you know, cool mm. fast reloads. But mm -hmm. other than that, regular skirmish is the way to go. Um, uh, let's start off attack. What's what's your or sorry, Mac. Or you're over. Damn it. Right. Here. Yeah. I'm. I'm on your side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi. Uh, Mac here. Um. I really like the uh shooting competition so far, and then like Julian has said, um, uh, and tech keep kept butchering and stuff like that. Is it's new. So there are no standards set yet, but there are standards coming. So standardization will definitely increase the level of play and the competition that is already evident. Uh, so, you know, right now, the key factor being a time score, that'll be great. And then what TAC is saying is that once we can kind of get, um, you know, a standardized platform or, you know, when it comes to the amount of work that's done to the gun or if it's stock or, you know, vice versa, anything is along the outline. Anything to mitigate any possible um, handicap that players can have and stuff like that, I definitely see that evolving. And then moving into what Poi and everyone and myself is just kind of touching on and what I will strive to play, obviously, is that um, I would really like to get into, you know, like IPSEC, like real steel shooting and stuff like that. So if this is my, you know, chance to kind of like, you know, because I've seen it before. 
I've watched videos on it and everything like that. So this is our way of kind of like, you know, taking our, our first baby steps, very, very baby steps, guys. These are self guns, right? These aren't real guns and everything like that. But if we can get that kind of style of play into it and everything like that, yeah, I would think I would really enjoy that. Um, especially with uh, what, what Julian's saying, you know, from going from a rifle platform, you know, transitioning into a pistol, uh, you know, and then maybe, a, a, you know, a tactical reload or some kind of uh, re-indexing or, you know, like, Anything along those lines and everything like that, I would really like to see, and I look forward to seeing that more. Um, you know, so yeah, that that's that's where I sit on it. Is I, I just I'm sitting and waiting. I'm giddy because I'm actually excited. A lot of people have been like, "Wow, this is a really cool change," and it's like, "Yeah, you know, um, Julian has been working really hard um, to you know take care of that lower field and everything like that since we shut it down from back of the speedball days." Um, and yeah, it's, it's a good change of face for what is just kind of run around team deathmatch. Um, I know that there is a small group of people and it's growing and growing, um, where, you know, a lot of people aren't going out and just playing anymore. They're here to work on those reloads. They're here to work on those transitions and everything like that. Like I know guys that hang out at the field all day and I'm not once have I seen them in a game, but they're out there playing with their friends. They're they're plinking. They're challenging each other on speed reloads and everything like that. And yeah, it's great. That's what I want to see. Beep. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> the armchair airsofter. <laughs> oh, Pac, what's your take on it then? Um. Well, for me, I think it's really, really cool. Um. Just because of the fact that it, like Max saying, right? Um. It adds flavor to it. It adds options to it. I know a lot of people sometimes, um, like, let's say in the, for my example here, turning a negative into a positive. So let's say you're not having a good day in you know the drop-in games, right? Let's say you know it's just not your cup of tea that day. You know, <laughs> so you're just getting slayed left, right, and center. You're not making the moves that you want to do. So instead of leaving the field, you know, and, but you still want to play airsoft or whatever it is, you can step off for a little bit and, you know, go hit up the range for a little bit, you know, brush up on some of your skills, you know, take your mind off of what just happened or whatever it is. So, um, you know, having that choice uh, is really, really cool. Uh, as well as the game modes. I know it hasn't been mentioned in our conversation here, but it's one that I got to try out, which is the hostage sort of situation or like the one where you have targets that you can and cannot shoot. Um, so, uh, which do also uh, puts a negative to your score if you shoot the one you're not supposed to shoot. So FYI, guys, you know, uh, don't shoot do civilians. Not. <laughs> the dynamic, you know. Yeah, yeah. that it, sounds it, good. I want to try that one. Yeah, um, so I, I like that one just because of the fact that you have to sort of like, you know, not you're not going to have a super fast time. And if you do, you're a supercomputer because uh, you better be... Aimbot. Aimbot. Yeah. Aim bot. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, to me, the price point is, you know, really, really good on that for what um, the platform offers and, you know, what uh, is to be offered at the field and whatnot, you know, um, the fact that Julian's got a store there and, and stuff like that, um, you know, if you have, like he's saying, right, if any, if any of your parts, you know, break down or whatever it is, or you need something swapped out right away, you know, Airsoft is so like a car in a sense that like, you know, it's really helpful to have a mechanic nearby and to be able to fix um, certain things and whatnot um and then i guess what i look forward to in the future really is to see just a lot more of these competitions um and uh maybe um other people sort of having a different take on it as well okay all right and uh julian your 
your opinions on like what's your take on it? are you regular skirmish or are you competitive i'm pretty sure you're in the competitive um, shooting area <laughs> or is it a hard one to to get into that's a, I, I i like to say i'm a hybrid can i say that both. yeah yeah that's fine. Do, both, yeah. Do, oh yeah. Both. yeah um okay here's how about this i'm infamous for shooting people in the head okay so okay but that's the same that is the competitive level I push myself because you know when shooting a guy, you know shooting a guy fifty feet, hundred feet, you see the head, but really it's only like three inches, right? So that's why you keep training yourself to try to aim small, shoot small, right? Or shoot small, aim small, one of the two. Um, from a skirmisher side, I I know I know I correct on. Um, I think this system again, we never had this before, and I think this is a great um, training ground for anyone that's new and anyone that's semi-new um, to work uh, on their skill set. Um, so one of the most common things I'm sure you guys heard on the field, I'm shooting at a guy, call your head. Oh my but God. Really, really it's because mm. the BBs are either, you know, dropping or they're going sideways or they're flying up because someone, you know, installed the hop up upside down. That happens, right? Mm -hmm. um, having this system allows them to at least explore and try to see I'm shooting a target, I'm probably 40 feet. Why am I not hitting a target? And this allows them now explore because I've seen guys too, they go out to the field. They can't shoot the guy. They get pissed off and they're trying to figure it out and then they just storm off. Having the system here allows them the time by themselves to count, okay, why can I not hit that target? Mm. So take out the target system, take out the place that we have, try it. And then obviously there's tax there, I'm there, Mac, Foy's there. We can at least help the guys too to understand why is it a gun it's not hitting the target well, and just um, to add to that uh julian like you've ranged out the back lot correct like you have taken the wheel you've measured it out and everything yep. like that and i believe yep. we even have a distance marker set so just real quick to people who do that and um people who tell us that their gun shoots 300 feet prove it that's it that's it Sorry, yeah, continue. we'll go down there and we'll be like right, yeah I'll come sit, down come down prove i'll it. sit down at the 300 and be like i'm prove waiting it. for that plate to ding yeah, yeah there's a ding yeah i'm hitting that guy no you're not yeah no. you know, well, out, out, out yeah. of the 30 shots no. you got one and that wasn't even close <laughs> um um but i want to add one more piece to this yes, for so guys that are regular skirmish too is um and this is again all the guys that tried this helps you as a shooter not necessarily um as a competitor but as just a shooter in general um working on your target acquisition Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, yeah, you can shoot in guys that are moving really fast, but you, we haven't got much often time to, you know, lift up and then aim and then shoot because by the time you do that, you really got shot, yeah. right? By having this target system, you can help, I guess, fine tune your skill set because you, you know where the target is. All you need to do is just keep practicing your, your arms, your shoulders, your torso to kind of lift up your gun to the target and know that's where your target is going to be and pull the trigger right um and then all you need to do is keep training that and eventually without you thinking about shooting the guy instinctively by my muscle memory because yep. you've done this practice around so many times you all make this lift up and then you know where to shoot um so i think this is a great a tool to have for anyone that's coming into the sport and anyone that's you know semi-new to use the system to help improve I mean, who knows you know on the day that you keep dying and because and i'm sure now next thing you know you can prove your game five times uh as well because 
that's the whole point of the system. We want this as an opportunity to give more options to people that are coming to the sport. So they come and enjoy the sport, not all the other way, uh, rage quit. Yeah. Because mm. we've seen that too. Guys yeah, that come in, they spend the money, they, yeah, they spend two, three thousand, whatever, maybe on the gun, they go out, they play, they die, and then, you know, this is not for me. And next thing you know, they sell everything. And we don't want that. We want guys to come in yeah. into the sport, enjoy the sport, enjoy it, the camaraderie, be part of it. It gives them something at the field mm. to do other than, you know, regular And scrimmage. baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. 3,000 on a gun. <laughs> no, no, I'd, I'd, I hate to kick this, but no one has mentioned uh, team versus uh, team competitive combat uh, competition. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Pizza. Yes. Okay. Look, look. Hoy, <laughs> we, I, we, okay. Now you've let it out into the open and stuff like that. It's so competitive. Guys, it's I know, I know, I know. It's five I know. on five, so competitive. Julian and I have talked about this. We definitely had Elliot sit there and listen. He didn't really take in anything, but he 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 heard the words coming out of our mouths. Um, but basically, going on from that, guys, yeah, we definitely see the pros and the cons, and the cons. There's cons, guys. There's always cons. But uh, yeah, we would like to you know, continue the game escalation and game diversity and everything like that. So yes, Poi, thank you. There will be tactical team competitions coming of the small variety okay. and fast and fast. I, I still speed want, soft. We're bringing I, I, speed soft. <laughs> I still want that idea of like, um, like not speed soft, but like five versus five, but like having like not authentic, but like matching like militaries. So if you have like a German like you know german army team you got like you know um man half of these kids can't G36. even afford kits dude are you gonna yeah. tell me you're gonna yeah. try and stick five dude. kids with g36s together i only not, know not only four. not only do you have to compete like like athletically at this point but you also have to match the kit okay there's there is there is uh, I, I guess it's gonna be difficult to get them to Team Canada this. should all show up in Demacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with like a big D on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standardization. Team USA with their Standardization, man. <laughs> I mean, if it's if it's in the works, then yeah, that's cool. I mean, speed soft is a thing. Speed mm -hmm. QB. Well, just but... a team dynamic. Exactly. Yeah, hitting yeah. hitting team... the nail on the head, like you said, yeah. we would really like to incorporate the team factor and as well as the gameplay factor. So we'll figure out how that is. Like right there, I see it in the chat already. Some of the kids are talking about just like, oh, maybe we can try and run stuff in Kill House. And that's that's good. And it's bad at the same time. So I know a few people have done like speed runs through with like targets and stuff like that, setting up on their own time and everything like that. But the, 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 the game, that, that field isn't designed for that. It is designed to be a game field where the flow and, and the design of the field and the stuff that we've changed around and everything like that, it, it's for that. Yeah. So, you know, when we incorporate other things and other factors into, you know, other changes that we'll make and everything, of course, these are going to affect our decisions. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. The difference in the like the real steel world versus like airsoft is you, you, you can't really do well you can't really do um like team versus teams in a real steel competition <laughs> i think they do sim yeah simulation sim yeah simulation yeah. but there there is no sort of base competition for that right um i don't know if you guys are familiar but uh they were talking about in russia battle arena where they do like five on five ten on ten like mm -hmm. team up they do everything competitive in russia that's mm -hmm. it's russia it's russia mm -hmm. i guess 
but yeah, they had they had a, they had that in airsoft. They had like vant shields and everything. Uh, people, uh, you know, advancing into a symmetrical course that they mm-hmm. uh, that they go through. Right, that's that's how you even out the playing field. Right, everyone using the same gear. There's one guy with a shield, you know, one guy with a shotgun, whatever, and they'll just go through the course, see what see what they could do with 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 an even set of team members, equipment, and such. Right, so that's. That's how you you would you would make it competitive at that point is you know, who's who's the top team to come out of this as as they climb up the ladder right so there is competitions to be had with teams there is yeah regular skirmishes are like for my for my opinion is still a thing for me but I I do get like why we need a shooting range and why you know why we need uh like fun games like this because it just adds value to the uh to the field and it's awesome to see sort of um like this happen at like a shooting range because we haven't had like it's great that ASG has like totally redid what the shooting range is at this point because it's it's beautiful <laughs> seeing everybody hang out there and actually testing out their guns making sure everything shoots properly and such um as far as let's move on here history of shooting competitions in bc um have you ran any other shooting competitions out here in the lower mainland julian or is it just mainly uh just testing it out mm-hmm. or because it seems like uh, I've, I've seen videos of you back in the old days uh testing out um like some sort of ipsic style shooting range um i tried a few um this is during uh, the previous old, older club days as well where we did some trial runs with some uh, levels of competition uh, where we went as taking a piece of stick and putting a plate and place them in different locations and the competitions go and knock all the targets in the fastest time. Yeah, it works. Uh, yeah. So it worked. Um, but the we weren't as popular like as a sport too, right? We're still growing too. So that didn't take off as, uh, as well as we hoped back then. Yeah. Um, but that's since you know that's kind of like the only thing I've done before in the past. But this one I'm doing is more, I would say, trying to make it more um, has, mainstream. Has there any like has have you seen uh, in the last ten years of an airsoft? I haven't seen any other competition out there. Well, other than when Panther GNG had yeah GNG G&G, yeah is probably they, the only one that I go. In no, the, never here. Never, never here. here. So no, never I know. Here. I know. I know. GNG has their own. Shooting I thought you were just talking about like. Yeah. In general, no. Um, as far as like in BC goes, um, I haven't seen any other ones other than, uh, I think Panther hosted one a long time ago, but that was under the old owner, and it wasn't really sort of a fair, like, competition because the owners just kept placing rules as he went along throughout would, the day. Uh, give you like to... a half a battery or something? No, like, no. Play they, with this. Like... It, it was more for competing for a free entry for the next week or something. Like that. That's that was that was the prize right there. But, anyways, that I, I haven't seen any like true competitions. The one that Julian has in terms of adding a leaderboard and as well as, you know, um, just having the general competitiveness and as well as having it repeat every. Is it you're running it for for a month, right? Uh, this is running yeah. for a month right now. So, yes. so it's nothing similar to that in BC, and I haven't seen anything. So I guess no. we're not gonna get much in terms of this topic here because, yeah, this is the first time we're seeing it, and it's, well, it's okay. We'll have fresh him back. Air. Yeah, that's why we'll have him back in a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I I know I didn't want to really get into this, but let's just reel ourselves back into the Olympic level competition here. Ip Ipsic Action Air, um, is 
ASG thinking about it because I know you're not too familiar with it, but Ipsic is the Olympic level competition when it comes to airsoft shooting. Is is this a goal for ASG or is this something that's like way too like above your head right now and maybe later? Um so actually we have some shooters that are currently in the competition that are dedicated ipsic shooters oh. uh, and some of them are also dedicated ipsic real steel uh, shooters as well okay. they're in the program on the club um so i've really been asked if uh, down the line if you're going to create a, a course setup uh, to mimic the ipsic uh, style uh, layout um stages yeah. i yeah i see us having it as a, an addition i don't see us as becoming a main Mm -hmm. uh, for that because um there's a lot of requirements to be well there's that but i don't think everyone is into it Mm. and we want this system to be um to be open to all types of shooters we don't want it to be yeah yeah, we don't want to be just ipsic only and you can only use it for this yeah just um so uh we like with mentioning like with mac like you know the speed soft for example right the system is very versatile Mm-hmm. And we have still different layouts of the fields that we can build and utilize. So uh, my hope is at some point, as we grow this with the audience and the shooters coming in, is to maybe turn ourselves into a uh, some form of a league uh, within itself. Then you have the different types of uh, divisions, and then Ipsic being uh, one of them, right? Um, and then kind of grow from there. Yeah. So, well, the the thing with Ipsic is you can't name it Ipsic unless you're part of their organization yeah. or group. That's yeah, the yeah, issue yeah. is yeah. because they are, like I said, like a Olympic yeah. level. You can't just put yeah. Olympics in your sporting event without following the rules, regulation, and even paying up to them, right? Because as as Ipsic action air, even for a level one stage, you need like your what is it something like your black badge course and then your instructor course as well and then you need to have officials to be sitting there just one official with like referees for every course or something like that so it it, it logistically becomes almost impossible especially for a small sort of like your company to run it right because it's just it's just yourself basically that's that's going to be running it right so mm-hmm. i i understand why ipsic is is sort of like far away from from our goals here Fine, um, whatever. We're calling it airsoft BB's targets anyway, whatever. Okay. <laughs> At the end of the day, Julian's whack a mole. Yes. Yes. Good night, everybody. My wife, my wife's not gonna. Be <laughs> so, so I'm texting her that right now. <laughs> Anyways, um, if anything, I would see the system be a good tool for guys that are into IPSEC already. It's a mm-hmm. good. Um, training tool again this comes back it's just a training aspect right yeah yeah um you know if we take real steel ipsic you go out to a range you're limited by the weather range you're limited by ammo you're limited by weather nomenclature uh, is there the... i mean you're you're using similar yeah. systems similar. to your real steel one we've already talked about this in our airsoft as a training tool now we're just applying it to competitive training tool at this yeah. point yeah. right yeah okay um yeah. Yeah, Ipsic, it's just not there for us, unfortunately. But, I mean, if you're looking for something to just mimic it, I mean, you know, Julian's whack-a-mole game is right there for you. 
Mm-hmm. Do you want to practice for Yipsic? Hey, Julian. <laughs> hey, oh, <boy. laughs> it's too late, Julian. Um, late. As far as like oh, C21 like goes, uh, like I know for the Ipsic guys, we're basically in the same sort of uh, like pile. So I, I guess what I was trying to ask is like, yeah, if, if we do move into more Ipsic style, you know, we, we would we would then become more recognized as like an actual true sport at that point because it is regulated. It is. You know, it is we, these guys who actually run, you know, real steel sporting competition, and then we're now we're matched up with them. So, I guess you know that's just thinking in the long run because I've been dealing with C twenty one for a while now. So, that's you know that's that's something in there, but yeah, it's just not something that you know a small field like us or an organization would be able to do. Um. Anyways, let's move on here. What is in the future of our shooting competition here, Julian, what are, what are we looking at after we're done this, after you've given out the prize, after you have to repair all the equipment that people have just ravaged through? <laughs> what are you thinking about? What what uh, Do you have any teasers? Do you have any hints? Do you have anything solid planned? Um, so we already Us. planned the second competition. Oh, there we go. There yes. you go, guys. Yes. There we go. Uh, you heard it right here. We, we, will have a, we will have a break from the first competition for a okay. couple of weeks. Okay. And then we will start up the second petition, uh, competition. In that one, um, we're going to be introducing um, reloads as a, oh, as a mechanic. Let's go, gas okay. users. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> here we go. Um, so, for example, if you have a 12 target system, then your magazine will have six shots. For Ooh. Example. Ooh. is that uh, is that per mag or uh, you know what Th- those are rules will work out later okay yeah, yeah exactly yeah. No, i love i, I love I, this. I like it. i'm I like excited it yeah mm. um, mags are like leaking. <clears throat> no max hop ups allowed <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of why we're working in motion right um then that's the other part we mentioned is the whack-a-mole team game uh we're looking at that too um, Tack already mentioned a little bit, a bit that we didn't want to say yet is the hostage rescue game. Uh, that though that is random, oh. that's also very very challenging uh, for people because, like you said, the targets will pop up if it um, shows the the color green. You're not supposed to shoot it, and when you shoot it, you lose uh, points. <laughs> and the uh, same thing. That one we also want to introduce it as a team effort game as well. Mm. Because so, now you need again, to be more than just one person being disciplined, right? Like it's like yes, oh, you have three. I, here we go, terrorist. So, uh, and now here's the here's the, I guess the, one of the best parts too. Because we have the two ranges mm-hmm. side by side, we want to run two teams run it at the same time, okay. so they can see oh, across each other. Rival, so that, a that the little there, bit, yeah. little bit of rivalry yeah, go right, both right. sides too. So, we think so good. Uh, we we look, think so yeah, good. We're looking for again is to have lots of individual shooters. We also want to look forward to get a lot of team um, shooters into it too. And then, like Mac mentioned, uh, we were talking about the the whole speed up thing. We want to hopefully introduce that, or at least a sneak peek of that, um, as we're doing also field development um, every week here too. Um, so, guys, as you guys come every week, you're going to see always continuous improvements uh, at the shooting range. So, uh, look out for that. You, you guys will find it very interesting. Lots of fun things happening. Okay, and as far as um, like a lot of these are va- basically very static shooting. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna start introducing sort of uh, dynamic shooting? You know, getting into cover or like opening doors or something like that. You know, standard if six stuff. Um, you know, open up barn doors or something like that. Um, you know, a, a lot of the things that uh that you would see like running around and stuff in in a in a course, right? 
in a stage. Mm -hmm. The dynamic one is like mention was the transitions. That's one we've really been looking at. Yeah. Because first, yeah. we want to we want to we want to slowly build people's exactly. interest. Exactly. Uh, so that's this, that's right? for later then. Yeah. Yeah. But right. but um, there are two the two mechanics we're working on. One we're working on a motion target system Ooh. where the target moves and then the second one we're working on another system where doors will open or close automatically Ooh. okay 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 so all right, all different, right. yeah, again, we're, different we're, different, we're getting different into the ipsic stuff now so, yeah gotcha yeah. guys let's be real here we're getting into airsoft science now to the extreme now this is i know me and tim were trying to work on this but it's just wasn't possible with the resources and the time and you know, I, let's be honest it has it, to do with the time yeah okay this, you're this, there if you if, can't do it alone if now this is probably something that you you haven't thought about yet or i don't know if you have but um have you ever heard of tactical the tactical games where they incorporate endurance stamina shooting and you know a little bit of ipsic stuff um, a lot, a lot of it is strength and endurance, basically running from one end to the other, you know, for like 400 meters, and then climbing up, climb, uh, or like rappelling down, and then taking a shot, and then running back, carrying weights, dragging. You know, 400 all that. meters? No, it's more than that. But and next on Ninja Warrior, hosted <laughs> yeah. by Julian. So something like that. Will 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 ASG incorporate something in the future, future, future for that, or is that something that's like? Not possible, or it's just, way, way just too stick big. a pin in it. Just stick a pin in it. <laughs> I, put it I, in the I, back I burners. <laughs> I don't think we'll say no. I definitely say we're we'll open. Um, <laughs> I think the biggest part, like I said, because we're starting, is we want to see the audience, right? And we want to see there's a fair amount of people that wanted to. If you only have like five out of a hundred, then uh, it may not be worthwhile yeah. to, to build something that not many people want to get into. Yeah. Right. Was... Uh, so definitely. It was so the interest. It was the all. interest that kind of killed it because there was only a few people interested, but not everybody. Because well, everyone like, says they're interested, yeah. but doing it and saying it, it very different thing. So I know far, people so always... far, your shooting competition has brought out a lot of people that regularly do not do shooting competitions. So I mean, but here's here's one scenario I can give you. Hmm? Um, okay. here's one scenario I can offer you. This not exactly what you're describing, but it has similar elements. Um, so I've done, um, I write milsims, right? So one of the things I also write is called a role-playing uh, milsim, where the competitors is not about just shooting. It's also about uh, mind games. Um, and you, we have a team versus team. So we basically will switch sides, right? So in Panther, they used to have um, one of the sections with uh, four walls or five, right? So the scenario is that you get four guys on the outside, you have four guys on the inside, mm, plus this, one yeah. person. So the four guys on the inside are guards, and the fifth guy is like a manager. The four guys on the outside's mission is to get inside the building and assassinate the manager. But guards are posted and they will check them. So the challenge here is how can you eliminate the manager when you can't really bring guns into that? So that we run that as a competition, kind of like a competition style because then you have to think, how can you uh, 
bring your supposedly silenced pistols or guns or knife into the facility without being discovered or getting shot by the guards. Then um, it becomes quite interesting afterwards. Hey, Zeus has got some really good guards, man. You don't want to. That's going to be an interesting <laughs> aspect on how, like, with the competition wise, like, how fast can you eliminate or do you time it by elimination time? Like, how fast you eliminated them? Or is it just, mm -hmm. like, based on, like, Hitman points where you're just, like, going in there, how sneaky you are and stuff? Buddy, well, the grading, Bale the grading, we, the, the grading we did is the, the timing to assassinate uh, the manager. Uh, how many guys you lose and how many guards you take out. So that was the grading point. Mm. So, so I will say that we will be writing some of those in the near future because okay. um, there's definitely an interest for that because it's more than just shooting at that time. Yeah, no, right? it's, it's it's a lot more to do with role play at this point. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's some folks out there that love the concept of Trouble in Terrorist Town. You know, all these yes. games that they've seen online you know dating plays or you know the meme team plays and it's just fun it gets a little bit like i could tell you running games like that it does get a little bit competitive when it comes to strategies to how, <laughs> how to work it right because you know at, at certain times it's just random it's just unpredictable it's not like a straight competition where you go in there and you you, you run a course and you just run it as fast as possible this one you're you're right julian mind games mind freaking games just fudging with people's heads mm -hmm. right no i i get you i love where you're going and i've seen that before in, in my mini games as well and it's always fun when you throw a bone at them and be like yeah figure it out oh god i know <laughs> every time you, you were like, you were I'm beside him the entire time oh, your friend was the liar you were actually a terrorist you didn't know i had that gate i had one of those yeah, i i, 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 I so yeah. yeah, you you add an element of the mind games at that point. So you know you got athleticism, you got shooting skills, you got endurance, you got stamina, and now mind games. Yeah, I mean that's that's a whole different element that that you don't really see in a standard shooting competition because a you can't really go you know force on force with people with standard yeah. shooting competition. That's one and b it's airsoft. We we do our own thing, right? I mean that's that's ultimately it. We we always have fun. Um, okay. Anything else in terms of competitions that you have boiling in your mind other than that? No? No? It's your rubber knives. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we're gonna have a melee section? Oh, no. Oh, oh, man. Man. oh no. Rainbow will love that. Yeah, Rain <laughs> Rainbow's gonna be the king of that. That's like, for... Hey, guys, welcome to Panther Kendo. It's like, <laughs> Let's what? let's 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 get let's take physical. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. let's let's tone that down. <laughs> Maybe let's later. Not. No. Um, so we're almost done with this uh, sort of uh, like interview portion. Um, what is uh, the future hold for ASG right now in terms of uh, as the company? Are you planning more um, mini milsims or milsim events? Uh, I know your night games are doing pretty well. Um. What else? What else do you have in store here? Like, do, do we have another mini milsim coming up? We were going to we were going to run one this summer. Uh, unfortunately, due to um, field restrictions, we are unable to. Yeah. Um, I have been planning to consider running a mini milsim, but as a sixteen man uh, game. Uh, I just squad, haven't. Man. I. 
sort of. Two, it's uh, it's two, 12, four versus 12. Okay. So it's uh -huh. a different type, I guess, of a standard mil objective milsim. It's definitely a more um, immersive uh, milsim. I just haven't finalized the date yet, but that's something we're looking to hopefully maybe consider running between August and September, depending uh, on the uh, scheduling right now at the field. Uh, other than that, if the field opens up, maybe we'll run one like we did with our two guest stars, Tech and Mac, uh, on last year's Milsim. I believe they, they played, uh, if I'm correct, three roles for each of you, also yep. four. I lost track. I, I lost track. I lost track of the accent, so. honestly. So I lost yeah. the accent by the end of the Milsim. I didn't know who I was. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have our two guest stars back at all. Next Muslim. Oh, NPCs uh, are there. Yes, the, our NPCs will be there too. Gladly welcome uh, working aboard to the second Muslim that uh, we'll have. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now. We're just, you know, as you know, we're all coming back into Aerosoft. More people are coming back into it. So mm -hmm. hope that we can run a Muslim something this year. But again, field restrictions is what we're kind of waiting for at this mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And if not, then next year for sure, spring, we'll have one probably somewhere between March and April to start off. Mm -hmm. We'll just have to make sure everyone is uh, warm because they'll probably freeze. <laughs> and, this, uh, this is, this is yeah. true. Um, last year, the guys who tried to play in the... Um, Bob like, Shanty. Uh, yeah, they didn't they were, uh, do so well, well the, or, yeah, or people exactly. were skipping out really early and whatnot or they weren't interested in the night portion of it. And they're missing out on... Such a fantastic element of well, you know, a different of style event. of game. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so why not take advantage of it, especially when you're paying for it, guys? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. this is this is where if we, you know, again pushing the word out, guys, come out and try the night games that we're running. Um, it's not full blown. It gives you a little taste of you know playing from dawn to dusk and some mm -hmm. nighttime. And on top of that, we have lights too, so it's not completely dark. Oh yeah, yeah. I love what you guys to, set up there. Yeah, so we have the ability to switch off the lights too if you guys want to play dark. Um, one of our famous games that people love is called uh, Prison Break, uh, where we turn off all the lights and then you got you know ten to twenty guys escaping and two to four guards with the flashlight. And the guys for the uh, prisoner that try to escape, their mission is to not get caught, not get shot. <laughs> and make make for the extraction point while the guards are circling everywhere with their starting to see a pattern you know, here with Julian out. just mindfuck games you know like I want I want to know but, how you tick <laughs> yeah. so uh, but come from the night games that's something a lot of people do enjoy mm -hmm. and we always yeah. can have more people come on and try different types too alright um, um, yeah. any other sort of uh, not events or anything but any other plans for just the company itself any expansions just or just same old um, i know i know with asg back then it kind of just took a hiatus now you're basically apathy up again um any other expansions or any anything happening in the works here um for the store itself right now focus is just providing support which is parts and accessories first at this time okay um down the line our focus is more the league the more people that coming through because we mm -hmm. think that's where where we want to grow and then where the people want to be. Um, who knows? Who knows we can maybe go full turn, full events. Um, because we did reach out to a couple of people in the interior to run a larger events. You know, on top you have, you know, with you know, Trigger and Omega running uh, Crossfire. Um, 
we also there's other places too that slowly are offering. So if we can collaborate with the guys too, then we can create even a more large scale uh, immersive sims um, vehicles too, and then hopefully power as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we're we're hoping to be participate to be participate and partner with that uh, for our, as our long term goal uh, with the guys and for the community too. So okay, and uh, mm -hmm. lastly, uh, what do you need from like the community to push forward for either more competitions or anything from ASG? Is there any? What would you like to see? Yeah, what would you like to see from the community? Uh, come out, play, try the target system, come in the store, say hi, talk to us, um, give us your ideas, give us your support, ask us any questions you want. And then from the game styles to the equipments that we use to the different target shooting systems that you can adapt or use, right? Um, we, we want everyone to come and try it. We don't, don't be turned away by the guys because everyone is the same boat. So um, all we're asking me is come on and try it. Play, play the game for fun because everyone's there for the same thing. It's just to have fun together. Okay. together. And then um, obviously right. meet Tack and Mac as the uh, four NPCs. <laughs> so if you guys haven't seen them, um, I don't know, can you guys repraise your, one of your roles? On, oh, hell yeah. Anything story? you need, depending on the storyline, we're there, okay? I got you. <laughs> we are oh. DLCs. That's it, that's it that's it like we're, we're just what's up the patch is updated here we go yeah and uh if uh for your mill sims i just want to add if there are people that are scared of like jumping into the mini mill sims and stuff i mean your mill sims are so streamlined in a way that it's easy for us as a squad leader to like jump in and corral a lot of the uh the younger folks like that i was doing um from the last mill sim just you know taking care of the younger folks so if if it's your first time you know you can come talk to me and then i could I could, you know, help you um, get into the game pretty quick here because I'm used to just dealing with newbies in a Milsim event. And, uh, yeah, we'll just dive into a lot of the RP right mm -hmm. away because that's what I love mm -hmm. the most. And Milsims is the RP, mm -hmm. especially from mm -hmm. these two. <laughs> yes. We love you, Mayor. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean... No war crimes were committed that day. Yeah, no war crimes were committed. <laughs> That's another that game. <laughs> that was, that was uh, a whole other Melson. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, thank you very much, Julian, um, for uh, coming on board here and going through some of the shooting competitions and as well as the many different aspects of running it, um, especially with an expensive equipment like that. Um, it's great to see, you know, like like I said, it's a brush of fresh air to, to see something at the field happen you know, competitive wise because you don't see a lot of that it's just now you have now everybody everybody has like a base mark of where everybody is in terms of you know standardization of shooting competitions now there's a leaderboard in place guys go out there try it out put your name up in the board because you never know and prizes prizes guys prizes yeah. prizes yeah mm -hmm. that is the more big prizes guy. to come for sure yeah heck mm -hmm. yeah all right um where can they? Where can people reach you, Julian? Um, website, uh, Facebook, uh, any any socials? Uh, can you uh, uh, just spill it out uh, and uh, let people know where they can find you? Uh, Facebook, just you know, facebook.com, airsoft strike group. Um, Instagram is Instagram, airsoft strike group. Yep. Uh, that's where you can reach us, and that's where we keep our updated posts. Okay. Uh, our website is unfortunately is still a work in progress. We ran into some server issues, um, but those are the areas you can come and come and find us there too. All right, perfect, guys. And um, yeah, you're always at the field Saturday or Sundays, yep. I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Saturday, Sundays. Yeah. Go reach out. The store is literally right beside. Um, you the can't canteen. miss it. 
He's right behind the concession. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right yeah. Right yeah. The concession. yeah. There's a big sign yeah. now that says There's ASG. A big sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know where the whiteboard is, you know where the ASG shack is. There you go. Well, and and then okay, so just to add on to guys, right? Like Julian's doing such a great thing for the community, especially at Panther, and then even just the BC Airsoft community in general. Just basically, literally, I, and I know we throw this like term out there a lot, and some people don't like it, but it's a game changer, right? Like seriously, you're making a curve. This is like the fulcrum point where we can kind of change things and swing it around because you know from running and gunning to just kind of playing team deathmatch you know we're really trying to officiate and create a real sense of community sense of competition sense of uh you know diverse gameplay and everything like that so yeah guys anything to uh help asg panther right like share subscribe all of that jazz guys spread the word that's uh that's what's most important is getting the exposure out there Okay, and with that, um, we will close this off. I will leave Tack to do the closing statements here. Oh, okay. Well, hey, guys, th- thanks for listening. You know, uh, this has been the Panthers of uh, Folding Table Talk, episode 54, with your host, uh, Poi, Mac, Tack, and our guest, uh, Julian. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. All right. See you guys later. See you. Bye. See you guys.